We're back. It's the Craig Way Show with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way. I'm trying to figure out if there's a Houston connection here. Is Kenny Loggins from Houston originally? Did I not know that? Well, that's what Google told me. No, he apparently was born in Washington. I'd never heard that he was from Houston. But if he... Yeah, I think there's no connection to Houston here. I don't know why Google told me he was from Houston. I don't know. Was this film... I don't think it was this Top Gun would have nothing to do with Houston. Let me see here. And that's what this song is from. I'm old enough to rem- remember and to admit having actually seen Top Gun at the theater when it came out. Okay. Yeah, I got to admit an error here. So uh, I saw Kenny Rogers. And Kenny Rogers? I typed in Kenny Loggins. Kenny Rogers? But... And you threw in Kenny Loggins? <laughs> I mean, we could have come back with Coward of the County or... The gambler, or let's just pretend we did that. Okay, all right. So the <laughs> apologies to Kenny Loggins and his family. He is not from Houston, Texas. I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was. Okay, we know the Cougars are from the University of Houston. They'll be here, ranked fourth in the nation, to take on the Longhorns tonight. First of all, Texas coming off the loss to BYU, and after the game, uh, visited with uh, Rodney Terry in the Longhorn locker room to talk about the loss to BYU. And then you'll hear Eddie Warren's question about the flip to get ready in a 48-hour time span for this fourth-ranked Houston Cougar team. Well, it was uh, the old thing about uh, two steps forward, one step back. Looked like you guys made a good push, and then they would have an answer. How about your thoughts overall on what you saw? Well, we got off to a great start, you know, of the game. Uh, I thought both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, in games like this, sometimes you know you got to continue to work the game. Whether you get a call or not, you got to continue to keep playing and, and keep battling away. You know, we closed out the half really well. Thought we came out, we executed our first play to a T. It's a one possession game. Now we gotta we gotta have a big time defensive mindset. We're gonna sit down and get some stops, and we weren't able to get stops. I mean, they really got a lot of a lot of action in the paint. We couldn't do a good job of really keeping them out of the paint. They outscored us in the paint tonight. Yeah, and I know that probably surprised some folks that they that in the first half they they're three-point shooting wasn't the weapon. It was what they were getting with the cutting and screening action to get the uh, uh, points in the paint. Well, the team that shoots 35 threes a game, you know, and you're trying to take away the three, you know, we a couple times we were overzealous in terms of really running them off dribble handoffs. We knew they'd try to finish their cuts, try to make their passers uncomfortable, uh, but give them credit. They made, some, they made some good plays and had some good finishes and, uh, you know, um, we've got to put consecutive stops together to be to, you know, be in the game when it's winning time. And then when you started to get the stops on that, then they started hitting three. Man, they made some unbelievable shots. We had some really good possessions to put us back in the game. And, uh, you know, good defense, better offense. You know, so again, you, you give them credit for making big shots down the stretch. And uh, we did a good job of taking care of the basketball. Seven turnovers, 17 assists. We forced 16 turnovers. You know, um, good offensive team. They're hard to deal with. They're not an easy team to guard. Now, they're, they're one of the best offensive teams in the country. You know, now you don't have a lot of time, but you're facing a team coming in Monday that's a very good defensive team. So it's a very different type of game come Monday. Defense, physical, one of the more physical teams that we'll play all year. Uh, they shoot the ball well, older guards. 
uh, they do a great job of managing the game and scoring scoring when they need to score and stuff. So it be a physical mindset, quick turnaround. They played well today against K-State. Uh, so that they're coming in uh, feeling pretty good and, and playing well. Yeah, indeed. They blew out Kansas State, a good Kansas State team uh, on Saturday in Houston. So we'll, we'll see how it rolls tonight as the Longhorns will host the fourth-ranked Houston Cougars this evening at Moody Center. We'll be on the air at 7.30 uh, here on Sports Radio AM 1300 The Zone. Game also available on 98.1 FM KVET. The, uh, the updated AP top 25 polls have come out, and Houston is number four, like I said, and they picked up one of the 63 first place ballots, 48 of those going to Connecticut. UConn, the number one team in the country. Uh, Purdue is number two. In fact, the top five remain the same from last week. UConn, Purdue, North Carolina, Houston, and Tennessee. Then it's Wisconsin is six, up seven spots up to number six. Duke up five spots to number seven. This is Duke Carolina week, by the way, uh, Cam, just so you know. There we go. First, first meeting of the season between those two. And they'll be and it'll be number three in the country against number seven in the country when they meet on Saturday. Kansas dropped one spot after that loss to Iowa State, number eight. Marquette is number nine, and Kentucky's number ten. So the Longhorns to this point of the season after tonight's game will have faced one, two, three top ten teams. They haven't beaten one yet. Uh, but that'll that'll be in the case. Now, now they beat one when Baylor was number nine, but Baylor has since dropped a couple uh, more and has dropped to number 18 in the rankings. Um, I mentioned Kentucky's 10. Arizona down a couple of spots is 11. And Iowa State up 11 spots to number 12. Cyclones unbeaten at home. They beat Kansas at home on Saturday. Uh, in case you're wondering, Iowa State comes to Moody Center a week from tomorrow, February 6th. Texas does not go to Ames, the way the scheduling worked out uh, this year. Creighton is 13, Illinois 14, Texas Tech up five spots now to number 15. Um, so that'd be another top 15 team the Longhorns have faced. Again, a, a team they lost to. Auburn is 16, Utah State 17. Baylor fell to number 18 after those losses to uh, fall to 14 and 5. New Mexico is 19. And the top 20 come, uh, finishes with Florida Atlantic moving up two spots. They had a real humdinger of a game against North Texas yesterday afternoon, early afternoon. And they won on a three-point shot with four-tenths of a second to go. FAU has a quad one win, a quad two win, a quad three win, and a quad four win. They also have a quad one loss, a quad two loss, a quad three loss, and a quad four loss. So, yeah, when you felt their, your bracket in March, good luck with FAU. Yeah. Coming off the final four appearance of a year ago, but uh, they're 17 and four. Uh, Dayton dropped five spots to number 21. BYU uh, dropped one spot. Remember, BYU had lost to Houston and then beat Texas. They dropped one spot, 22. Oklahoma, which lost back to back games, dropped 12 spots to number 23. Alabama's 24, and TCU is number 25. And the Longhorns will be playing the Horn Frogs Saturday afternoon in Fort Worth, Saturday at 1 o'clock for that one. Do we get any AP votes this week, Texas? Uh, let's Probably see. not, but... No. The no. two back-to-back rank wins, nothing. Okay. Oh, no, 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 wrong. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. 
Uh, they would be 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31st. Okay. If the poll went. No, no, no. They got, they got 10 votes. Um, South Carolina finished just out of, yeah, they, not just. They finished, they finished next in the balloting. Then San Diego State, then Memphis, Northwestern, Ole Miss, then Texas, Colorado State, St. Mary's, Indiana State, Boise State, Gonzaga, Richmond, Virginia, McNeese, and Appalachian State. Memphis and Colorado State dropped out of the top 25. So uh, there's your college basketball for Texas tonight. Big challenge coming from the Houston Cougars. And uh, last hour we visited with Jeremy Branham, play-by-play voice of the Houston Cougars to talk about that. If you missed that conversation, catch it on our podcast page. Got a, a football note we need to get to about the NFL. An important date in history when we continue on Sports Radio AM 13 Under the Zone and the iHeartRadio app. Back to the Craig Way Show. Connect with Craig through the text line by texting Texas to 81530 followed by your message. Standard message and data rates may apply. couple of things here. Uh, first of all, you know we like giving away stuff on the air like, you know, cash. You can listen every weekday on the 15s from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. for the designated keyword for your chance to win $1,000. It always comes in handy. That's the grand in your hand deal. And we're always giving away concert tickets. You're talking about, you know, Doobie Brothers, and of course we're going to uh, you know, it was bumping back there with uh, uh, with uh, with some uh, Donald Fagan there with IGY. But we're, uh, I'm going to see uh, Steely Dan followed by the Eagles on Friday. So is Cam. We have tickets we're going to give away. Not to that, but we do have tickets we're going to give away to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. There you go. Are you more excited about Rob Zombie or Alice Cooper? I don't. I, I like Alice Cooper. He's a classic. Yeah. By the way, I know you know this. He is a really good golfer. Did you know that? I did not actually. He was a spokesman for Callaway for a while. Oh, okay. He was in some of those commercials. Alice Cooper can swing a club. He can play golf. You know. So anyway, they're coming in September. A uh, pair of tickets to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper at the Germania Insurance Amphitheater. So cool, tighter venue. Anyway. Enter the designated keyword at am13underthezone.com for your chance to win. So you go to am13underthezone.com. You'll see the contest page, and then you're supposed to enter the keyword for your chance to win. Today's keyword, zombie. It's as simple as that. Zombie. So there it is. Um, 60 years ago today, something happened that changed pro football forever. Believe it or not. The AFL signed a five-year TV deal with NBC. So what's a big deal about that? It was their second TV deal. The first one with ABC didn't pay him much. This was a $36 million deal, which spent, bought a lot more groceries back then than the day. They got the full television rights to the AFL starting in 1965. And what it did was it propped up the owners, like in Oakland and Denver and some of the places where the ownership was not very strong to be able to, to sustain themselves and also go after players like Joe Namath and some of the other ones. So it made a big, big deal. And speaking of Joe Namath, it was Sonny Werblin, the Jets owner, who negotiated that deal. So it gave the team 
each team an average of an extra four and a half million dollars. Art Rooney, the owner of the Steelers at the time, was quoted as saying, they don't have to call us Mr. anymore. They knew that the bidding war was about to begin. It ultimately led to the merger and the NFL as we know it today, merging the NFL and the AFL. And now you know the rest of the story. One more hour of the program to come here on Sports Radio AM 1300, The Zone.